Hello and welcome to the first second row podcast previewing the weekend's Pro 14 matches focusing on the Irish provinces for this season. I'm Port Kelly, you've seen me plenty um, through the second row fan cams and I'm joined by Oshin Collins, a Scotland board Munster fan with strong links to Connacht. That's it, I spent most of my time uh, travelling around different parts of the country, picking up jerseys and teams as I go, but uh, Munster is my only true love, don't worry. Well, look, you were in Connacht for enough years that I'll, yeah, I'll let, I'll let, you, I'll let you away with being a, a Connacht fan for the sake of this. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's the only reason they went out on the podcast. <laughs> Pretty much. If you didn't spend the three or four years there, you were gone. Like, yeah, you know, valid, valid. Uh, we, know our, we, know, we know our stuff. We know a bit about rugby. And this is what it is, just to kind of talk about it and see what's going to happen for, the, for this upcoming weekend. Yeah, I mean, I figured if you're going to waste 20 minutes of my evening every uh, every week anyway, we might as well record it and put it to some good use, eh? Yeah, we'll get straight down to it. Like, um, So there's also matches. Great to have a full weekend's worth of rugby, actually. Yeah, no, no more snowmageddon this week. We'll actually get some sport to watch. So we'll, st- we'll as well start with the cock match and actually go from there because... I'm going to let you away with that because it is actually the first game this weekend. And we might be doing it for all the matches anyway. So... Uh, <laughs> Like so, we've gone with a with a kind of much not a much change team, but a change team from last weekend. Um, Quinn Roo started after his receiving his six Nations medal. Garen Forbury's joined him in the row. We have an unchanged front row, and oh, Mc- I'm delighted to have Owen McKeown back from injury. A I think he's a huge huge part of the squad and team in general. It's a funny looking back five you guys have. I mean, I've this is this is bad for me. I've actually never heard of Thornbury. Is he new or is he a lone he player? He was. He was the Leinster fellow who went over to New Zealand, and we brought him back there last year. Kinsler had a piece of him there at the top of the season. He's a good, he's a good find. He's young. He's quite raw, but um, but he had there's something there, you know. There, there's mm-hmm. okay, cool. Like and the other thing that like I don't know, brilliant three back row players. Like I think Jared Butler's been one of your best players all season, but the the balance seems a bit off. I mean, what's Sean O'Brien doing playing at eight? I'm actually surprised Owen McKeown's at six and Sean yeah. O'Brien's at eight. I thought that would be the other way around. But if you go back at all the Connacht team sheets for this season, they are literally scattergun. Like, oh, really? It's just KK, three, bo- three bodies in the back row. But no, KK literally is kind of going, lads, you're playing for jerseys. I'm going to put play you where, you where I play you and you better play well. You know, like this year has been kind of a holding pattern in the sense that KK is really trying to find out what his squad's made of in games pre-season doesn't give much to a new manager in that sense you know he wants you can clearly see he wants to see what they're like in game playing mode not training mode look I mean to be fair it's a strong team selection for Connacht you, you're only missing a handful of your starters like obviously Bundy's got to come back in uh, Kieran Marmy and Olsen Dillan but it's it's not a million miles away from the team you'd be expecting uh, for next week when they, they them three come in there I think that's our strongest 15 well look, I mean Edinburgh have come with a strong team as well like they've pretty much all of their internationals back like their front row You've got Hugh Bennett at 13 and Kinghorn at 15, who are both danger men. And watching them last week, it's their back row that's actually oh, causing don't teams talk to me about issues. Last week. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's one of the Look, most unwatchably you, shit games of rugby I've ever seen. It was terrible to watch, but I say it was even worse for you as a Munster fan. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to come back to that later. But, um, but yeah, no, like if, if Edinburgh can come in and try and close out the game they did, like neither of the benches are particularly strong. So this feels like one that's just going to and a drudge on in the second half. Um, although I'm really looking forward to seeing Masterson come off the bench on one side and Cornell Dupree's come off the Edinburgh bench. Like, oof, the first time those two run into each other. Yeah, they're going to have the most impact. Who's going to win the game for you? 
I think McKillen's going to win it for us. He's that kind of steady player in that pack. No, I mean, on paper at least, I think Connacht have a really good chance of winning this. Um, but it, it's good. It, it should be a relatively entertaining game. It should, but Cockrell really have them playing an intense brand of rugby. It's do you know what I mean? It's not clever and it's not pretty, but damn it, it's effective. But that's it. And when their back row just is going to kill ball, and that's somewhere we've had issues for the last two seasons. That's where our games will be won and lost. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got a pretty mobile back row there, so with any luck, they'll, um, they'll be able to get parity at the breakdown because I think if you can do that, if you can stop Edinburgh snuffing out any quick balls, then you've got a back line and, and forwards as well, to be fair, that can unlock that. Like, Dennis Buckley is quicker in the park as well. Oh, he's like a second nine at times. Good stuff. Now, I I, you rec- I presume you're you're expecting that to be a home win. I'm expecting it to be a home win, but Edinburgh come here with winning five on the bounce. Fair point. All right, are you going to it? Uh, yeah, I'll be up there. Cannot wait. I love Friday Night Lights. It, there is there is no better way to watch rugby. <laughs> I do I do miss Friday on the sports grounds. Like no question. I tell you, who must be even for a game this weekend is Ulster. Like they haven't been on a pitch since February. Yeah, they and they need to start something. At least I think it's great for them that they're gonna have Best and Henderson in the twenty three for this. I doubt they're gonna start. I'd be, I, to be honest, I'd be surprised to see Best in the 23. I, I think they'll leave him and bring him in. It's not like he needs the game time, but I tell you what, they'll get, they'll get a boost from the contracts. In theory, that should be a corner turn for them, you know? But like, let's be perfectly honest, they're not playing next week, so they can afford to play them. Yeah, yeah, good point, actually. And they need wins. They, they like, Edinburgh and them are challenging for that third place in the their conference. For Ulster's sake, they need to win, and I want them to beat the Blues. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, you've got a couple of lap matchups. Like, I'd expect to see Nick Williams out there kind of coming back against an Ulster team that he knows really well. Um, and that Ulster pack isn't isn't heavy. Like, they're they're relatively lightweight. They're not the best um, in terms of giving clean ball. And then you've got John Cooney behind it, who's good. Um, I'd expect him to start anyway. And, like, what, probably McPhillips at 10 or Nelson at 10? I'd say they'll stick with McPhillips. It's so hard to see what Ulster are doing this year and for the rest of the season. Like their only goal is to is European qualification. Well, they just have to be there because I mean, if they have any chance of attracting players next year, then they need to be there. Like uh, if if this is Ulster, surely they start throwing the kitchen sink at these games. Like whether that's Peter, whether that's trying to get Stockdale back into that team as quick as they can, trying to get Henderson back in. I I don't I don't think it'll happen. I don't think they'll pull out all the stops this week. Just think they've got a couple of bigger games coming up, but we'll see what happens. But sure, listen, it's a good way to get the game started. A nice, 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 easy settling. I'm not too invested in it. You're not too invested in it. Get Saturday off to a good start. Be grand. Yeah, and then we go down to Thomond. <laughs> so this is this is a big game. It's an important game for us. Like you've got you've got a half back pairing who haven't got a lot of game time together because there's been so much rotation. Um Van Hran is trying to figure out what his best nine and ten are. And like we know it's Murray, obviously, but then who's going to get that bench spot? That kind of decision has been taken out of his hands to a certain degree with the injury to Williams and the injury to Tyler. So it's very much a case of Keatley's in the driving seat. Um, and next after that is, is JJ Hanrahan. But even to me, looking at from the outside in, Keatley's been your number one 10 all season. Like if you were going crunch match, Murray's at nine, Keatley plays outside him. So probably, but I think a fit Tyler pushes him very hard like they're two different kind of games but I think what's been really disappointing is just and it's been all of them so it's, it's been every single um player outside of Connor Murray in those halfback shirts there's so little control 
like the pack walking around last week, they didn't know where they were. Our rucks weren't resourced correctly. And like everybody has to put a hand up for that. But when you're when you're getting beaten off the ball at the breakdown and you have serious quality operators on the pitch like Jack O'Donoghue, like John Klein, who will absolutely murder ruck ball if they have to, then like it's just not good enough. Like we we had um, well, whether or not baby Nigel was was reffing the malls properly, I, it doesn't really matter. You can't let him be in the game. Either way, we had the ball stripped back when it was being presented at the back of a mall two or three times, and Hearts just not getting the ball out of there. So I I don't know. I I just want to see somebody put their hand up and say, all right, yes, this is the Scarlets. Yes, they're a serious outfit, but this is a home game in Tolmond with teams that should be comparable. And go out and smash them. I think you win that. Like I do. Th- I think Thormund is a, is an extra man. Like I mean, I, I'm expecting to see a pretty strong team out here. Like I'd expect to see, um, obviously back row accepted. I'd be expecting to see most of our first choice pack. And then we finish the Saturday up in. Is it in the RDS? Yes, it is the RDS. No, it no, isn't. So it's away. No, it's it's Osprey's. Osprey's. Yeah. Osprey's. So Leinster win this. Osprey's are muck. <laughs> Leinster win this because Ospreys are Ospreys. Yes, pretty much. But Podrick, it's the Leinster B team. It's none of the Leinster starting players for Ireland. Uh, I'm just going to give you the list of players that started last week. Dave Cardy, Barry Daly, O'Loughlin, Reid, James Lowell, Byrne, McCarthy, Byrne, Byrne, Jesus, not Burns, Bent, Maloney, Fardy, Murphy, well he might not be playing, Sean O'Brien and Jack Conan. That's not a bad fucking team. Yeah, although ironically, to, to, to flip that, the Ospreys, are a bad team. Yeah. So, yeah. like, like this is the like, same Ospreys side that got like absolutely handed to them by the Glasgow like junior team. I like if Jack Cole and Sean O'Brien start, I can't see Leinster losing this in any way, shape, or it's form. Just so much depth, like it's kind of scary. It's kind of unfair. <laughs> looking for, I'm looking forward to kind of seeing a couple of these games. I'm looking forward to seeing them all, and there are like there are tries to be had in the other three games as well you know when you look kind of look at Glasgow to away at home to Zebra that's going to be a cricket score Kings at home to Benetton they should Benetton should be winning that that's probably going to be the game that the Kings targeted when they looked at the fixture list at the start of the year and Dragons Cheetahs are there as well that's going to be a, a poor enough game Cheetahs don't win away from home and Dragons don't play the best rug- well they're, they're trying to play good rugby this season but next year will be better for them all right, we shall see. that's it. That's us till Monday. We'll go back over them again uh, for Monday. This will be out. The next one will be out Monday. Yep. Yeah, so after we have, uh, we've all digested this delightful four-course rugby sandwich, then uh, we'd like to have a chat with you and uh, you can bore me about how excellent Connacht were for 25 minutes and might even try and talk about other games as well. <laughs> no, sure, there'll be plenty to talk about. Uh, that's all for us for now have a like share the second row on Facebook Twitter and Instagram and we'll be back on Monday